Welcome to the Linsanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Linsanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before uh, we get into the episode, you know, we always like to do our promotions. Uh, we like to do our promotions for the network and how the network has been doing. Uh, Alex Burr and the Power Hour continue to put out episodes with the stretch, the final stretch of the NBA regular season getting closer and closer to being finished, which means the Lakers can go to their nursing homes after this week. That's right. It's a privilege. It's a privilege uh, to say that the San Antonio Spurs, who probably have eight roster, eight players on your roster on their roster that you and your mother don't know, uh, are in the play. They are they're going to make it over the Lakers, and that is exciting. Uh, that is exciting for a lot of people, and it's going to be a change and a shift uh, in the NBA. That, that honestly, I think will be will be good. And Alex will cover all that uh, on his pod, and and in plenty more will happen as as well. Uh, you know, come that end of the regular season and playoffs, uh, like we told you at the you know the end of our episode and the beginning of our last episode. Uh, and then anyhow, uh, you know, he's MIA right now, uh, you know, because I, I don't know. He's MIA right now. But Zach Griffith, uh, there's some Circle City Cinema episodes that Next week. You, can, you can. Good. Good. I mean, I'm not even going to say anything. <laughs> good. I'm, I'm happy to hear that he's back next week. Uh, he, he's, you know, he, he's a. Uh, it's a great pod. So I like, you know, when it's around, it's good. Uh, Bryce, what do we got for next week then? What do we got for, what do we got for next week? You work with uh, So um, I believe that we are going to be doing a uh, Batman. Uh, we're going to be doing a podcast on the new Batman film starring Robert Pattinson. Uh, very much looking forward to that. Nice. Uh, so that is, is what we will have going on. Nice. I love that. I love that. Uh, go Zach, go. And then, uh, you know, he'll have the guests on and he'll rotate. There's just so much the entertainment business that I know he'll want to, uh, come out and talk about. So that's the pods we got going right now. JD has been killing it right now with Alex. Uh, you know, we're going to hope that I I'm planning on, at least I want to start, uh, you know, bringing in on, on some guests here. Uh, you know, down the stretch, who we bring in, we bring in my people from the network. We might bring in people that, you know, have been coming on in the past. Zach's due to be on a guest at some point. There's, there's plenty of, there's plenty of options for us. Uh, but, you know, Bryce, it's, you know, here we are. Uh, the college basketball season is over. Kansas is the national champion after North Carolina has done what they've always done all year outside of three games. You know, choke, big talent, great talent. But the talent's been inconsistent, and they've had a lot of leads, and they know how to slip them. You can't let Kansas slip them. You can't. You can't do that because Kansas will make you pay. That's what Kansas did in North Carolina in the second half, kind of beginning about two minutes thirty seconds in the first half. You know, what are your thoughts on Kansas being the national champion? Uh, I mean, they were due. They were due for a title. You know, they, they talk about 2020 and, and the year that got away from, they were projected to be the number one seed. Um, and, you know, because of COVID, they didn't get a chance to compete for that title. So, um, you know, Kansas thinks this is the championship that they were owed. And, and they came out in the second half and they absolutely took it. They took what, what they thought was theirs. And, um, I mean, impressive first half performance from North Carolina, but more impressive second half performance from Kansas. I agree. the The second um, half performance was wild, man. Just they they kind of did. It kind of reminded me of uh, the second half they had against Miami. Huh. 
in the in the in the Elite Eight. You know, they just came out and they just dominated. They're like, we're we're Kansas. We're the number one seed. We need to start playing like it, like a number one seed should. And and that's exactly what they did. Um, happy for them. Happy for Bill Self. Uh, Kansas now has as many national titles as uh, as almost they do uh, level one violations that they're being accused of in the NCAA. That's all I'm going to say about that. That's all I'm going to say about that, Caleb. You take that as you will. Uh, that That's all I got to say. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, it's true. I will, I will, I, it is true. What I will, what I will argue, well, you know, with, with what Kansas did this season, you know, they, I think, you know, again, they've been on the cusp, you know, blue blood program, and it's been a long time since they've, they've cut the nets, you know, and, and you gotta, as a blue blood program, kind of remind people uh, that you are in that conversation. Now we could, we could go in a lot of programs if we want to go in that direction. I think, I think when it comes to, when it comes to, you know, Kansas getting this victory, I think, I think it's a combination of just, you know, obviously the whole idea of that 2020 team, they looked really sharp. They had a lot of guys still from that team uh, that remembered that team. Uh, they, they had a lot to play for because of it. Uh, McCormick took over. Uh, I thought Absolutely. that was, just, I thought it was, I thought that was great to see, you know, he's kind of been this really talented big for them, but just never really been able to put it together because, you know, Yudoka was there and he, he was kind of the king of the hill uh, for, for when he was there in Kansas and McCormick just owned Manic on the block uh, to, to, end, you know, basically to, to kind of seal the game. Uh, with that right-hand hook shot, which, by the way, I was talking about this with my dad, Bryce. Why would Brady Maddock ever give McCormick the left shoulder? I don't know. <laughs> he was never going to go left. He was never going He was never going to go with his left hand. But either way, he made the he made the shot. And and you know, for for Kansas, you know, a lot of people questioned. Okay, you know, Oshai hasn't played. Exactly the way that you know people might have expected. He's kind of came in a little late, but I thought he played very well uh, in this game. I thought Remy Martin made enough plays. I thought Christian Brown fulfilled his role. Guys just did what they needed to do and bought into the whole plan in the second half. Uh, North Carolina. Um, I mean, look, you, you you're second place. I get it. Um, but my gosh, um, you know, the fever was high for North Carolina because they were too hot. Uh, they were just too hot. And, you know, that things like that happen in March. OK, I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I understand that. I'm not trying to dismiss it. I'm just saying. I'm not terribly shocked that it decided to not go their way in the second half. I just I they, this was a team that did not have any depth, Bryce. This, they where, where, no was depth. where is that three point shooting? Where's that three point shooting? Where was that where was the three point shooting? And it was a team that just <laughs> I don't I don't want to say I, <clears throat> I am gonna say it. I think they're lucky, but I, I think I think they're lucky, and I think a lot of teams are lucky at this time of year, but I think they're lucky. Uh, because they had a lot of guys who are very erratic, out of control guys play well for a stretch of time. And it worked because it was in the biggest tournament that you could have that in. And I, I think, you know, that's a credit to Hubert Davis to try to put it all together. Um, but 
you know, Bryce, like my big thing was, you know how much I hated the UCLA run mm-hmm. because I don't like, I don't like, um, I don't like big, like UCLA is a powerhouse, right? Basketball powerhouse. North Carolina is a powerhouse. They're an eight seed. Sure. But like North Carolina is a Mecca of college basketball. So miss me when they get to the final four, I don't care what the seat is because their program in rich history, you can't look at them just like an average eight or nine seat. Mm-hmm. North Carolina, North Carolina's expectation every year is to win multiple games in the NCAA tournament and get to the final four. That's the expectation there. Just like it is in Kentucky, just like it is at Duke, just like it is at all these other places. So I'm not going to give them a a bunch of flowers for doing what all of their fan base expects of them all the time. No, I agree. I agree with it. Like, okay, you, you went as an eight seed, but when you're playing, you weren't playing like an eight seed. You played like the way you should have been playing all season. You know, but I mean, I, I mean, solid first year for Hubert Davis, though. I mean, you got something to build on. You have something to build on. And my big thing is, Bryce, I mean, I just I hate the one trick ponies. Like if you can sustain this, if you can sustain this next year and you make your team top 10 to 15. I, cool. I love that. I love that. I love those type of stories. You know, that's what UCLA was. I like that type of story. But a one-time fluke here, I don't think it's good for North Carolina. They need to they need to sustain this. Personally, I think Caleb Love should go to the NBA. His stock's never going to go higher. Uh, and I don't really think he'll be that good in the NBA. But I think his stock will never be higher. Um, Maddox gone. Um, Baycott, you I could honestly consider – you could honestly, if you're R.J. Davis, maybe consider going pro. I don't think I would, but you could. I think, I think North Carolina – is I just really want to see what they are next year. I just really want to see it. How does Hubert Davis build off of this year? Because personally, Bryce, I got bad vibes, man. I got bad vibes. I think they're going to fall off next year. I don't think they're going to do what UCLA did and sustain it, put a nice team together and stack up a nice win. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think, Bryce, they played with a lot of unselfishness. A lot of their play and what got them there was heavy isolation, six-man dependent rotations, and guys hitting insanely difficult shots. And that does not sustain over years. UCLA, the difference with UCLA was UCLA would take a ton of high two-point shots in isolation, but they had great defense. UCLA had great defense, and all of their players, for the most part, were never great individual players they were great within the sum of multiple parts. I don't think North Carolina was great in the sum of multiple parts. Does that make any sense? Yeah, no, no, I think you're right. Uh, You know, Kansas, when you look at Kansas's overall performance, they were the more well-balanced team, right? They had, they have, you know, everyone's bought into defense. Everyone's bought into rebounding. Um, everyone's bought into moving the ball and playing as a complete unit on offense. Yeah. I mean, David McCormick had 10 rebounds, but, but, uh, Christian Brown, uh, he had 12 rebounds himself. Yeah, he did. Um, I mean, Christian Brown, honestly was, is probably the unsung hero of this game. If I'm being completely honest. Yeah. hundred percent. 
Um, I know a stat line isn't like, you know, blow you away, but 12 points, 12 rebounds, three assists. I, yeah. Well, I, and he only I turned the ball over once. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, more unfair. Right. I mean, Remy Martin's, uh, you know, his his three point shooting picked up in the second half when they needed it the most. Yeah. It's just they, they had guys that wanted it more. I agree. And, and they 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 put it together. They they willed themselves to that win. And North Carolina, they just ran out of steam. You know, Baycott played the game injured. Uh, who knows the 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 status of Brady Mannix head with how many shots yeah, he took was, to the head. That was weird too. Um, yeah, Caleb Love was was off like the entire game. One of eight from three. RJ Davis 0 of five from three. The only guy that really hitting threes was Manic. And I credit and Kansas like, defense. I oh, credit I Kansas defense. Oh, they, they were face guarding, especially in the yeah. last few minutes. They were face guarding Caleb Love so hard. Yeah. And you almost kind of felt bad because, like, he could not get away from anyone they stuck on him. No. I, I mean, it was it was something else. Um, yeah. I mean, if if you're gonna if you go into this game and you tell me, hey, uh, Puff Johnson's gonna score eleven points, yeah. I'm automatically right. saying Kansas is winning. Right. If you're going to make Puff Johnson try to beat you. Right. Not, nothing against Puff Johnson, by the way. I thought he gave him really solid minutes. He played really He did hard. give him solid minutes, he, but I agree with you. That's, that's what, that's what was happening in the second half. That's what was happening. You know, Kansas did a great job adjusting. That's where Bill self just, just kind of took his, I mean, he just made Hubert look silly in the second half. And I think, I think at that point, you know, and the rest is history and, and they're moving on to national championships and, and who knows, like, like Bryce said, I do think it's interesting to see kind of what happens with their violations, with their level one violations, what will happen. Oh, Cause it's possible that the championship, it's possible the championship could be considered voided, but you know, I don't really, I mean, it might be voided, but I think they, they won the national championship. Not a lot of people are going to forget. <laughs> Next up, uh, we're going to get into our NFL off season. Really excited for this. We're not going to do it in two pods. Uh, we're going to do it all in one. We're just going to do some quick hits. What we see, what we don't see, what we like, what we don't like, and what team could be impacted the most or the worst by the draft. So, Bryce, I want to do the NFC West. Um, I want to do the topic of who gets impacted the worst or the best. What team do you think has the most pressure on them heading into the draft before we talk moves? Um, for me, that is undoubtedly the Seattle Seahawks. And I don't even think it's close in the NFC West. I don't even think it's close. You don't, I don't even know if they have a single long-term piece on their entire roster. I think their organization and downfall roster management is pathetic. And I simply don't understand how John Schneider continues to have a job in Seattle. This is horrible roster building, Bryce. This is horrible. The argument for the player that you would say is long-term building wants to leave, or I shouldn't say wants to leave, but I don't think it's a coincidence that he always has his name floated in trades. I just don't. And then if he's floating in trades, the other player that you would make the argument in is Quandre Diggs, which Quandre Diggs has reportedly tweeted that if that guy who's going to stay, DK Metcalf, if he is going to get traded, you might as well trade me because I don't have interest in being a building block without him. The Seattle Seahawks need building blocks and they have nowhere to go with it. So they have to start building and start looking at things differently in the draft because you literally don't have a single thing. And I understand that they're completely irrelevant when you have the Rams, 
the Cardinals and the Niners. I get it, but you're a professional organization and I feel like you've done nothing. I feel like you have literally done nothing in the NFC West. Bryce, I, I don't know if that was lame, but that's how I feel about the team that gets impacted by the draft the most. It's the Seahawks. Yeah, well, here's my, I mean, here's mine. I, I don't disagree with you about, about the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Caleb, but I mean, my my team with the most pressure on right now has got to be the Arizona Cardinals, and here's why. Um, one, uh, you you had a little you had a little rift with Kyler Murray, just a little one, just a little one, a little flare up uh, that you know seemingly could have been avoided, uh, maybe not, but uh, you, you flopped, you flopped at the end of the season, you lost games you shouldn't have, you lost in the playoffs. Um, but then you, you lose some of your key guys. You lose Chandler Jones, a guy who had five sacks in a game last season. Five. Five of them. You lose a linebacker, a key linebacker in Jordan Hicks. Walks. You lose Christian Kirk, your your wide receiver, too. Walks for a bigger deal. Now, to be fair, you ain't no way. Playing out but but uh, anyways, uh, you lose your left guard, Max Garcia. He walks. He played 69% of your snaps last season. And then you lose Chase Edmonds, your RB2. Um, I, I got news for you. James Conner, James Conner is not going to have the same season he did this past season. Newsflash, fantasy owners, take a listen. Drop him from your dynasty team immediately, please. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I'm telling you, if Cliff doesn't get it done this year, he will be fired. Uh, wow. If, if, wow. What's getting it that, done? Getting it done, getting a win in the playoffs. Wow. Being competitive in that division, because I'll tell you who got better. The Rams got better. Hmm. I tell you, I, it, the, the Niners are going to be good again. Like, I, Arizona better get on it. And, and I think re-signing Zach Ertz is a good move. Um, you know, obviously, you you re-sign James Conner. That's a good move. You bring in sure. Will Hernandez, okay, to, to replace uh, Max Garcia. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. Right, yeah. you still have solid pieces on the defense. Uh, you, you know, um, um, there's safety. His name escapes me. Buda Baker. Buda Baker, yes. Yeah, he, yeah you have a Billy blocking him, but but pass rush. You got to have pass rush in that division. Yeah, you might be able to get away with it this year because um, the Niners line got a little bit worse this off season, um, and you know Seattle is just. Seattle. Uh, so I, I think there's still a chance, but they got to get on it. They got to nail this draft. Let me, let me read off. Let me read this off to you. JJ Watt, Michael Dugbay, Rashard Lawrence, Zach Allen, Leek Ifotu, Matt Dickerson, Ooh. and Jonathan Ledbetter Ooh. are the pass rushers for the Arizona Cardinals. This JJ Watt's going to hurt himself in week two. And and here's here's the thing. I, I agree with that point, Bryce, a lot about Arizona. The argument's completely there. I'm not really pushing back. I'm only helping you and supplementing it. How are you going to critique a guy for not being a leader, but then let your leaders walk? That's the part that doesn't make any sense to me. How like, first of all, I think the whole idea, I think the whole idea of your quarterback has to be the number one leader is bogus. It's bogus. It is bogus. It is, it is a, it is a, it is something because the position is such of importance and magnitude that we automatically think 
that because that position is so automatically high focused and so important that they have to be the number one leader on the team. I don't buy that because Bryce, I mean, I, don't, I think you probably saw it too. You're a Colts fan. You're a Colts fan. The Colts were trying to engage with Kyler Murray. They were trying to engage to get Kyler Murray and the Colts value leadership more than anything. They, they, they do like that. They, mm-hmm. like they, they, they don't, they don't value. They don't sit there and take a guy that's pennies on the dollar. They take the guy who makes the national honor society. You know, the cold, that's just what they do. And Kyler Murray is not a guy that you would say is, is, is lead is, is a quote unquote full on leader, but I don't really think he should be faulted for that. I don't think that's something a court. I really don't, especially if you showed winning, which it seemed like he did. He made a good step this season. He got to where he needed to go. Obviously, the playoffs didn't go his way, but he made the steps he needed. I agree with you on Arizona. Um, I think for me, the team that, you know, is kind of, I mean, obviously the Rams have made the moves to, to kind of put them in position to what seems like, Bryce, they're going to retain first place. Um, I, I honestly wonder kind of what the plan is with San Francisco. That's the team that's kind of leaving me a little bit like, okay, what, what's, what are we thinking? Like what, what's the, what's the message here? You haven't traded Jimmy G. Are you starting? Are you starting Trey Lance week one? Is that the plan if you're San Francisco and does it work? Does that actually work for sustainability and winning immediately? Um, I, I really I, I lean towards no, um, I even, you know, I, and I think, I think that with San Francisco, Bryce, I, I think it's a great point you made. They have lost a lot of that depth on the defensive line, you know, and, and in terms of, I just don't know if they're going to be able to remain consistent. I mean, sure. They have Yeba Kim and Hyder and Bosa and I said, they have all these guys. I just don't know if they can be as good as they were last season. That just seems like a lot to ask. And I just think that I don't understand the the offseason plan of the Niners. And I'm just wondering what what could happen here as the draft comes up sooner than we know it. San Francisco will finish second in their division this coming year. Because I trust in Mr. Shanahan. I just do. I do. Uh, I mean, they, they've. I think they've improved their defense. Their corners were were hideous. Um, I think Traverius Ward is a solid uh, corner that can. I agree with that. Can give them uh, some, some good play there. Uh, losing losing Lake and Tomlinson on the offensive line hurts. He played a hundred percent of your snaps. He didn't miss a snap last season. That's that's hard to come by. Hmm. That's hard to come by, um, but but nonetheless, I think I think that can be replaced. Uh, they bring in Hassan Ridgeway, a, a good veteran D lineman, interior D lineman to to help some of these guys, um, especially a guy like Javon Kinlaw, who's had some injury history. Um, I don't know. I mean, for the most part, this team is almost the same. Um, I don't see anything like they haven't lost a lot that makes me be like, dude, that that's like a big loss. Other than Tomlinson. Um, I don't know the, the way that that Shanahan w- was was able to get the ball in, in uh, Devo Samuel's hands w- was so creative, and it just worked. 
and it just worked. And Brandon Ayuk is, is another guy that he can that he can get involved in and run special plays for. Just the creativity, right? And they have one of the best tight ends in the game, George Kittle. Uh, Trey Lance is absolutely 100% going to start the season week one. And that adds another depth to his legs. Then it adds another depth to the offense. Uh, so, no, I'm picking San Francisco to finish second in the division based off this right now. I'm, I'm comfortable with their team. Do you have any – I don't worries. Do you think Trey Lance will immediately be a good quarterback week one? And how much do you think that they could miss McDaniel in this whole equation? Who's been with Shanahan through the thick of mm-hmm. it? No, no, I think Shanahan's the one running the show out there, if I'm being completely honest. And and I think Trey Lance is going to – he's going to play the Jimmy G role, just he's able to run. So they're going to add quarterback options into it, like, like more RPOs and things like that. I think you only need Trey Lance to be, to be a game manager. You just give it to Debo Samuel when you get in trouble. Yeah, and, and who knows? I mean, I, I – You don't have to make this difficult. You don't need would, him to be Joe Montana. No, no, I agree with that. And I just I just think that there's got to be some reasonable expectation here is all I mean. I just don't I, think I'm, we I'm can not, sit I'm not saying he's the next Justin Herbert or, sure. uh, or a Joe Burrow or something like No, 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 no. I'm yeah. managing those expectations. Yeah. I just I'm I'm just I just feel like you gotta just you gotta make it clear that he doesn't need to be this game wrecker yet. If, yes. if, if, yeah. he, if he gets you to the playoffs, are you happy? This season. I think their roster is too good to be complacent with that. That's the problem. You know what I mean? It's And that, okay, and that's, okay. and that sucks for Trey. You, that sucks he, for Trey. Okay, if he gets you one win, are you happy with that? Probably. I just, but I, I, I just, that's the, it's not Trey's fault. That's the problem. It's, it's not. It's just you look at this roster, Bryce, and you look at the names and you look at the depth chart, and on paper, it's one of the best teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It just it just is. And I just think that the one position they have arguably the most concerning is the offense. And I personally would like to counter that I think their offensive line is going to take a massive hit. I don't buy in the sustainability of some of the guys that they have on the line. And I think that might be a big deal. Mm-hmm. Mac is getting to a point age wise where you're not talking about him like he's some young buck. He's 36 on the center position. And you have Trent Williams, who I think is really good, but he's 33 and he had that nasty injury last year. Like, I don't know how much they can rely on those two anchors like they have in the past i personally think bryce if they're gonna make a jump i believe it's gotta be from brandon Ayuk. we need to be talking about brandon Ayuk, bryce a lot more like we did in the second half of the season we really didn't like his first half and i think we had every reason to not i think Ayuk is a talented enough receiver where a thousand yards is more than capable the question, the question, the question will be, you know, does he have a better chemistry with Lance? He might. I don't know. He might. And I think that step might do a lot of wonders because I agree with you. They're going to run Debo a lot more on stuff. They're going to use it even more than they did in the playoffs. And I think that's where Ayuk's got to kind of. This is going to sound really weird, but I think you'll know what I mean. Brandon Ayuk has to be the passing game option number one because Debo Samuel's got to be the Mr. Gadget guy to do everything else Mm -hmm. to maximize Mm -hmm. what I think the Niners offense can be. 
Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? Like I, I need to start saying Ayuk is the number one receiver, not the best receiver, but the number one passing option in order for their maximum potential. And then obviously the Rams, I mean, my God, they made moves. Uh, you know, this is a team that, you know, obviously they won the Super Bowl and they they aren't they aren't complacent. Uh, but Bryce, they, you know, obviously they did lose some. I mean, let's not act like they just, you know, you know, they lost Von Miller. Great piece uh, to the defensive line. They they lost, uh, you know, Williams in the secondary. That's a big loss. I, I, I'm i curious to hear, and, and obviously Robert Woods uh, gets traded uh, to the Tennessee Titans. Bryce, when you look at the Rams, is this a team that you feel like um, made the moves to put themselves in a position for a second repeat or do you feel like the Rams just wanted to kind of retool, rethinker, re, 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 yeah, retool and tinker around a little bit to see what else they want to get from even guys like offensively, like Van Jefferson? Do we think like a Van Jefferson could be in a more prominent role now with Woods out of the picture and potentially Odell out of the picture? Mm. Now that I think about this, this is totally giving me Buccaneers vibes. Huh. Like, like, like after Brady won it last uh, Brady. Yeah, won it. like they might struggle. Like they might dominate like regular season and just like trip over themselves. Like I, I don't know. Like Bobby Wagner is still playing at a at a very high level. Allen Robinson still has a lot to give the game. Um, I agree. Losing Von Miller definitely hurts. No question. Um, no question. Other than that, I mean, the team is pretty much the same. Yeah. I do uh, think I mean, I mean, you, a hit, though. That's a bad hit. you yeah, got to well, fix that. Well, absolutely. I mean, you still, you still have Jalen Ramsey. Fine. Yes. But, I mean, when I look at this offensive line, you kind of you kind of got to kind of got to look at it here for a second. I agree with that. So you got you got your replacement left tackle. Uh, from Whitworth, you're going from Whitworth to Noboom, who's solid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you also lose your right guard, Austin Corbett. Mm. Um, he mm. signed with the Panthers. He played mm. almost 100% of the snaps last season. Mm. So you got to replace that as well. Um, I mean, I, I think they're, they're going to be a good team. I, they're going to win the division, I think. Um, I it'll be interesting to see what they do with Odell. I, agree I don't know what they're going to do there no, uh, since they have. I forgot about Van Jefferson, honestly. I mean, you got Cup, Robinson, Jefferson, uh, potentially OBJ. You still got Higby. Uh, I mean, a lot of a lot of weapons. I don't know. I yeah. don't see how you're going to be able to spread the ball around if you if you resign OBJ. Uh, so that'll be something. That'll to be really. But, I mean, the Rams yeah. still look good, man. They still look good. I think I think they look really good. I, I think they're obviously going for the repeat. Um, very curious to how they attack the draft. Personally, I think the corners really need work, and I agree their offensive line needs work. Um, I, I really believe, Bryce, I 100% am with you on the Von Miller loss. Obviously, we know he's a great player, but I think we also need to recognize what he covers up. For the Rams right now, outside of obviously Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd, you have Greg Gaines, Ashawn Robinson, Ernest Brown, Jonah Williams, Marquise Copeland, Michael Hecht, and Terrell Lewis. I mean, those six guys, Bryce, I mean, no one knows them but two. Like, they just don't have a lot of depth. Like, I think that's something to really keep an eye on. Um, I will argue I do think the Bobby Wagner move is a bigger move than what people 
are talking about it as. They have never had a second-level star on this defense. Like a second-level, like, line. I'm not, like, talking, like, Von Miller's, like, an outside line. I'm talking, like, middle linebacker, like, you know, like, kind of, you know, kind of a Mike type. You know what I mean? Just, like, the guy who controls the middle. They've never had that. Excuse me. They've never had a type, <coughs> type of guy who could play like that. I think that's a big deal for the Rams. It could cover up some of these things that we're concerned with, but I agree. Rams are number one in the division. I don't think it's close and, and we'll see how the rest of the division goes. Uh, next up, this is the absolute gauntlet. I literally just think this is a gauntlet, the AFC West uh, <laughs> where every team feels like they can contend and every team feels like they have a roster and, and every front office feels aggressive. And um, you know, I'll, I'll obviously we'll, we'll start with the, who are excited to see what we think of the moves uh, aspect. So Bryce, I'll start with you. What, what team in that division? I mean, obviously you can't really go wrong, but what team in this division do you like in terms of how they're attacking the off season? Well, I mean, I think it's gotta be the Denver Broncos, right? They get, they get the new head coach, they get their quarterback um, who can really take advantage of the, the wide receiver talent that they have. Um, and then they take care of the defense as well. You know, they get a guy like Randy Gregory, who's been solid. Um, mm-hmm. Big loss for the Cowboys, uh, which we'll, I'm sure we'll talk big about loss. later. Yeah. Um, but they already had like a good defense to begin with. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of who I'm looking at uh, as, as far as that division goes. You also, you also signed a guy like Billy Turner from Green Bay who, who will like help that. protect uh, uh, Russ. So, I don't know. I, I like what Denver's doing as much as I don't feel like they deserve uh, Russell Wilson uh, because of all the other boneheaded moves that they make uh, when it comes to the quarterback position. But they finally got something right, and I got to give them props for it. So now it's up to Nathaniel Hackett to, to make this thing work. I agree. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of pressure on Hackett. Um, I just – he has no excuse to not have a top 10 offense. I, I think he has no excuse, Bryce. He needs a top yeah. ten offense. I mean, let me just read you the starters. You know, with Sutton, Patrick, and Judy, Garrett Bowles, Cushenberry, Glasgow, and Billy Turner. Oh yeah, and Javante Williams. This is this is those are that that please, set. Please don't resign Melvin Gordon. Please that, let Javante Williams eat. I do like Melvin Gordon, but you get give give Williams the rock. Give Williams the rock. I just I I think I think that. Denver to me needs to be a top 10 offense. They've got to be they're too, they're too talented to not be in that discussion. Um, I agree. They've got, I think their moves have been interesting, obviously with Russell and, and bringing in, in my opinion, the best move for them was Randy Gregory. I, I just think he, he's got a chance to really come out and, and put a party on for this defense because they have a loaded secondary. And if you, you know, if maybe you get, Chubb and Gregory. That's an awfully nice duo uh, for the future. I'm, I'm intrigued by that. Uh, for me, it's the Chargers. Chargers are number one in the division for me. It's not close. The Chargers have, no. in my opinion, they are number one. They are number one in the division. They're not close. They are not close. I like, the Chargers. I like the Chargers a lot. I like the Chargers a, a lot. They are stacked. They are stacked right now. Justin break. Herbert is the real deal. He's set up for an MVP-like season because, he's, because the defense is starting mm. to look really good. They're starting to build their team up like they need to. I am loving 
the Chargers offseason because Telesco is not afraid to put money into this roster because he recognizes the elite talent that Justin Herbert has. I am liking the Chargers a lot this offseason. I'm just begging that they don't get hurt. I like I like the Chargers a lot. They're number one for me. And I mean, and, and, and I agree they're a competitive division, but I just think that they are the number one. I, I got him at number one. I mean, the the move to pick up Khalil Mack is sneaky good, despite what any ridiculous fan thinks. He's still one of the best pass rushers in the league. They went out and they got J.C. Jackson, who somehow the Patriots didn't think was valuable. And the Chargers said, we'll take him because we can pair him with Samuel for the next like 10 years. I, I just... To me, they've made really, really smart investments and their guys like Slater are only going to get better. And I think when you have the familiarity of the second year with the offensive coordinator, that's only going to help. So I'm huge on what they've done. Uh, I, I think I think they've got a chance. Uh, the team that I'm really intrigued with, uh, that in my opinion is dead last in this division, is the Kansas City Chiefs. If the oh Kansas City gosh. Chiefs are not coming no, no, they are. They, they're, they are dead last to me. You're they are so dead last stupid. to me. This no, is I'm not. stupid. No, Why this is silly. Why this is silly. Why? You're really. This is what. This is what we're doing now. What? What am I this doing? This is what now? we're doing. What am I doing? You're, put, you're putting the best quarterback in the league at the bottom of his own division. I like what the Raiders have done this offseason, just um, like I had the Chargers, just like I did the Broncos. Okay. All right. The offseason okay. of the Chiefs has sucked. It sucked. Don't act like it's been good. Don't act like it's been good. They've been getting tooled around in the offseason. Haven't they not? Haven't they not? I, just, uh, I don't know, dude. I, I don't know that I'm necessarily buying that. They've gotten tooled around in the offseason. They got tooled around in the offseason because they sat there and they go, okay, you know, we got Juju Smith-Schuster, with who, which who knows if he's a number one guy. That's what they, that's what they have him as, a number one guy. Mark Westvalis Scantling. Give me a break. Give me a break. Nicole Hardman, talented, but, I mean, we, we've, we've been waiting for this jump for years. He hasn't hit it. No. Their running game's not sustainable because it, they literally don't have – it might be Ronald – Ronald Jones might take the job next year. The Chiefs, to me, are, are, are just – I'm not buying it. I'm sorry. Their defense is really good, but they have, they have this Tyreek Hill deal – and, and the fact they traded him, in my opinion, Bryce, is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. They didn't want to pay him. I think Tyreek Hill gets exposed. I think Tyreek Hill gets exposed. I'm not a huge Tyreek Hill guy. You know I'm not a huge Tyreek Hill guy. You know it. I'll, I'll rain the parade. But I just think it's embarrassing that if you're a win-now team, that you let players like that go. I think that's really, really bad. I think it's really bad. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, fine. I will see how it plays out. But I agree with you. I do like what Vegas is doing this year. Um, you know, they go out and they go get Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams, two top players in the league. Um, they add a young a young linebacker from the Titans, Jayon uh, Brown. He's solid. Um, they did trade away uh, Yannick Ngakwe. To, to to Indy, which we're happy to take him. You can have Rakasina. You can have him. Have, have that inconsistent corner. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Go. Miss me. Miss me on Rakasina ripping the Colts. The Colts organization. Please miss me on that. How about you be consistent in your play and you can actually stay on the field? How about that? How about that? Isaiah Rogers outplayed you last season. That's why we traded you. 
but go get out of my face, please. Enjoy, enjoy Vegas. Enjoy, enjoy, that. enjoy pharmacult, Jonathan. Enjoy that. Good riddance. Shouldn't have drafted you in the first place. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, uh, you can miss me on McDaniel's. Uh, uh, okay, Caleb. that's fair. That's fair. You can that's miss me fair. on that. Uh, but it's it's kind of hard to jack this up when you have what you have with this team. If he, that's if, if you I'm don't, at. if yeah. you are one and done in the playoffs, I think you fire him. You fire him. Okay, what if you don't make the playoffs? If you don't make playoffs, oh, you still fire him. So then, who doesn't make the playoffs in this division? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I just wonder because I feel like that's that's I, I, getting I honestly I honestly don't know. I need to see the draft. Wow. I need to see the way the okay. rest of the free agency and how that goes. All right, fair, fair. I just I feel like the Raiders are in a position where I agree with you. They've made a lot of really good moves, and I just I feel if like they lose, they're schmucks. They're thirty because <laughs> I mean they're loaded. Like just look at the depth of this team and like how they've attacked the offseason. Like I I like the Raiders right now, and I just I think I agree with you. McDaniel's worries me for sure, but I also argue that. You know, like you said, they've got so much talent in the room that it may overcome a lot of this stuff. Um, I I just think this it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough division. There is a lot to look into. Um, we'll see kind of how it all how it all plays out. Uh, next up, maybe my favorite division because I kind of don't have an idea. This division of what's I, I I think I think you have. You know, when I look at the team that has the most I'm trying to get a word for it, what I'm most excited to see. I think you get away with great. I'm not crazy on I, I'm excited to see kind of what Carolina does with quarterback in terms of the draft. I'm looking forward to seeing what they are they gonna go out and they're gonna you know get a Malik Willis or are they a believer in Sam Darnold? And do they think that Sam Darnold is the answer for the no, season? No, they don't. No, they don't. I just don't have a clue. And, you know, Bryce, I just – I was also slightly confused by some of the decisions they made in the offseason. Bryce, this was a team you and I really liked last year, and we kind of thought optimistically that they would keep it going, and they didn't. They they didn't. They didn't at all. And they still haven't fixed, in my opinion. The off the, I mean, they went out and got some pieces for the offensive line. But I'm just like, do you do you buy the the this this Carolina team taking a jump? Or, you know, are you kind of on a on the fence here with them? This team sucks. This team sucks. Hassan Reddick gone already. He's already left your team. Stephon Gilmore. Doesn't sound like he's going to re-sign with you. Uh, I really don't know. Like they have a lot of young talent. You don't know what what yeah, McCaffrey is going to be anymore. No, you don't. I agree. You know, right? I mean, like there's so many unknowns yeah, right now. Are. Yeah. So, like they, I think they made some some solid moves. Right. You bring in Bradley Bozeman to be your center. That's I agree. Solid. It's a big move. Xavier Xavier Woods at safety. That's big solid. Move. Yep. Austin Corbett at right guard, solid. Um, I, I I don't I don't know I don't know I I would assume they're probably wanting to draft a quarterback, but then why sign these vets? 
you know, like they, these are veteran what's, guys. What's I, weird, I don't understand. What's yeah. And what's weird to me is they, you know, they don't really have a quarterback. I'm shocked they're getting the guys they're getting. Cause like, I don't understand this entire division. If I'm being honest, I don't understand this entire division outside that's why, the Bucks. That's why it's fun much. for me. That's why it's fun for me because honestly, I kind of don't understand the Bucks. So the Bucks, the Bucks are just going to beat up on everybody. I, I, you want to hear my theory? Mark my words: the Bucks go undefeated in their division. I, I kind of think they're going to not be as good as we think. Like, I think they're going to have to, like, be really gritty. Like, it's just going to have to be ugly. I just think a lot of people are like, well, Tom Brady's back, and they're going to go win win the division just automatically. Like, just no doubt about it. No if and or buts. They're just going to do it. And they're going to demolish every team they face. Well, I mean, Bryce – we can sit here all day and say, okay, Tampa's roster stack. Um, the Saints roster has questions. The Falcons roster has questions. And the Panthers roster has questions. But it is the NFL. And, you know, we're not talking about, I mean, yes, we can have questions about these professional teams all night long. But I just, I feel like all they've done this season, and maybe I'm wrong, but they've, they've went out and got a couple pieces. Uh, Russell Gage. Good receiver. I don't understand where he fits in the team, but he's a good receiver. I just don't get Bryce what they've done. I don't think they made their team any better. I think they have put all their. I think they have put their whole entire season in two hands and said, "Tom Brady, you control the fate of our season, and if you aren't fully committed to our team." I just don't think they're going to be that. Good. I just don't think they're going to be as good as people think they are. I just, I, I just have this weird feeling. I just don't like it, and I think it, it opens up a chance for one of these Panthers, Saints, Falcons to really, really, really sneak up on. Interesting. Um, I still think Tampa wins this division. I think their their team has definitely changed, though. They haven't re-signed JPP yet. We don't know if Rob Gronkowski is going to come back. I am under the impression that he will, but we don't know. Um, they did a nice job of replacing Alex Kappa yeah. by trading for, for Shaq Mason. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I but, did. But, that's a good point. Uh, but you, you lose um, – uh, who was the guy they lost that retired? Um, what was his name? I don't remember. Uh, uh, I don't remember. But they lost? Yeah, that some, but one of their linemen retired. Oh, crap. Oh, uh, Marpet. Yeah, Ali, Ali Marpet. Marpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he retires. Yeah. Um, you sign Russell Gage. Why? Um, I will say, uh, signing Logan Ryan, I think, I think helps that secondary. Um, I know they re-signed Carlton Davis, but let's be honest, Carlton Davis, really, he's kind of a fraud. Kind I agree. Of a fraud. I agree. Um, I don't think he's that great. I they did just sign Keanu Neal today, who's going back to a safety position. I kind of like that. Uh, they lost Jordan Whitehead. So, so they're doing a nice job of, of 
replacing the guys that, that they, they lost. Um, why can't Tom Brady just let this go, dude? Why are we doing this? See, see and I just, I, that's, just, it's so exhausting. That's why, that's, well, I, it's you know what, you know what he, I mean, he's just full of himself. I mean, just a very a joke, man. It, to me. I, 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 I just think the way he handled it was horrible. You, you retire, and then I just heard on a podcast today, forty days yeah, after you days. retire, yeah. Yeah. you come back. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's just is horrible. The whole thing was horrible. The tie, it, it's, and then I also hated that 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 he chose on a Sunday night of March Madness selection. Like I heard this argument today too. It was on the Bill Simmons part. I heard this argument today too. Why in the world are you not releasing it on Monday morning? Like yeah. if you're from, like Tom Brady from a whole lot of angles doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense how he handled it from a news perspective. It doesn't make sense how he handled it. It doesn't make make sense how he handled it from an organizational perspective. And I just, I mean, clearly, I mean, do you think it's do you think that it lines up that Bruce Arians is not the head coach anymore oh, because Tom Brady is the quarterback. Tom Brady oh, and Bruce Arians. Sure there's something I think that, there. That's coincident. I, I think, I think that is definitely a coincidence. I think that's not, I think that's a, you know, something that, that, you know, you can connect. I just don't, I don't know. I just, I feel weird about the stamp team. I just feel weird about it. And I, I feel like they really haven't done anything to their defensive line. And that's something that they've always been really good with uh, for a long, long time. And it dates back to their franchise history when they've always been good at it too. Um, The team, another team, I think that'll be interesting, at least to me is especially for the draft. This is probably Bryce, my, one of my favorite teams for the draft. Um, I'm really interested to see what the Falcons do. You have pro, you have questions at quarterback, but I don't think Bryce, they're like, they're not horribly ran. They just have to like build. They just have to figure out where they want to build. Like, cause receivers, they, the receiving core, they, yeah. they, they don't, they don't really have anything there. So you have to think they want to address it. Just, there's just a lot of questions, but it's, I don't sit there, Bryce, like, um, let me give an example. Like Seattle, I don't look at their rebuild like Seattle. I would like, for, like Bryce, I would rather be where Atlanta is than where Seattle is. You know what I mean? Like, even though they may not have like a lot, like they don't have, like Kyle Pitts is a big time player and their cap situations is okay. But I, I kind of think that this draft has a chance to be a really big deal for their franchise if they knock it down right. <laughs> I think there's a chance. I still, I still don't know where they're going though. That that defense is still awful. They got a lot of work to do there. Uh, they need to rebuild the receiving core because I don't think, I don't think Calvin Ridley plays another down for the Falcons. Um, and then yeah, you, of course you got questions at quarterback. This is the post Matt Ryan era now, so um, I, I'm not sure what they they have to nail this draft. They got to start in this draft. I agree. They yeah, have to. I think they've got to nail picks, and, I, and that's what makes it intriguing to me. It's like I feel like they've put a lot of in, lot of eggs in trying to find a draft pick, and I just don't. You need to hit on like four picks. I mean, I think yeah. you have to hit on like four picks, and where they are, honestly, I don't even think it matters. Like they need them to hit like 
You probably need to get a receiver. You probably need something on the, the line because Grady Jarrett should ask for a trade. You've prob- you <laughs> probably safety. I'm not crazy about their safeties. Probably safety. Um, I just think this is a team that is really trying to do a lot of this through the draft. And I don't think the organization's had a ton of success with drafting. And I just don't know if it's really going to sustain, but who knows? I mean, if they really trust in this strategy with the new coach um, and I'm also shot, you know, and I, and I also think Arthur blank, I think Arthur blank is a clown. I think, okay. I think what Arthur blank, what, what, what what's unbelievable. You don't agree yeah, with me. Go on, go on. No, I think that's what, what he did with Watson was ridiculous. Oh, okay. What do you know with Because because he because his because what he did was he wrote his entire franchise on that move. And he and let go of his franchise icon, you know, because he thought he was gonna get him. And it didn't work, and he blew the bridge because he didn't keep his quarterback in the loop. Mm-hmm. I just I don't I you know Arthur Blank's got a lot riding on the season as well, in my opinion, for his reputation. Next up, uh, the AFC South uh, division that Bryce is starting to get awfully more familiar with, not only because he's a close fan, but because of his internship. So he's probably sick and tired of talking about the AFC South. For the I'll talk about it all day long, man. But, you know, what do we think about what this division has been in the offseason and just kind of what are you looking for? Draft-wise, things like that. Uh, well, I'll tell you, um, honestly, just about everyone's offseason except the Colts has been terrible. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, we'll, st- we'll start with my Colts, right? Uh, Matt Ryan, we finally got the quarterback that we're looking for. I still think he can play. I don't think I he's washed. He still he still almost threw for 4,000 yards last season, and he had a, he had a horrid offensive line. Guess what we have? A good one. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we go out and we acquire Yannick Ngakwe, a guy who puts up uh, an, absurd, an absurd amount of sacks every single season he's every, been in the league. Yeah. Uh, you know, I still think there's there's still work to be done. Sure. Um, I think the Colts are really looking at the draft right now, but there still could be some moves. They still have a lot of cap space uh, to sign some guys, so I think it'll be interesting. Um, I mean, let, let's let's get into another team. Um, Houston, what are you doing? What are you doing? I agree. They have they have signed three. They signed two quarterbacks. They have signed three running backs. They have signed. They have signed not. They signed five linebackers and acquired a sixth one in a trade. <laughs> What do you do? I just don't know what that. They are a wreck, and Brandon Cooks might be out the door. Should be out the door. He should. He absolutely. He doesn't deserve. He doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve. I understand he's not top. I understand he's not like a top ten receiver, but he's a very good player, and he deserves to be on something else. I mean, it just it's a disaster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what are we? What are you doing? What are you doing? I mean. I like Davis Mills. I like him actually. Uh, I think he needs time to develop. Um, but signing six linebackers, weird. For for what? 
I mean, I, I don't know. I agree. I'm I stunned about it too. I, just, I don't. I don't understand it. I don't understand I don't it. And I, and I don't think Levy Smith is the right guy at the helm. I don't either. I agree with that. I, I don't either. I think I mean, you should have brought back Cully if you're going to hire a Levy Smith. And yeah, at this point, because because Levy because Cully Cully and and Levy, <clears throat> same staff, same everything. So I just don't understand why you're. If you're going to go to the well with a different coach, bring in another outside guy. Don't bring in a guy that was already within your system. Right. Just, to me, that just doesn't. It just. It's, I agree. It's weird. The whole thing is weird. I. I don't. They have no building blocks on their entire roster, not a single one. And that is. I. I mean, seriously, I'm looking. I just like. Do you no, see any guy nothing, on that? No, no. I mean, I think Tunsil. You could argue, but at the no, same time, you got to think. You got to think that Tunsil. <laughs> I mean, Tunsil might get traded too. You never know. I mean, I just, I feel like the Texans are just a complete mess. And, I, and, and, you know, I'm not saying that Deshaun, I understand that Deshaun Watson thing has a lot of, you know, variables, but that situation doesn't justify this horrible roster building. No. Like it just does. That's just bigger than that's bigger than that situation. Like, that's bigger in terms of when you're thinking, like when you're looking and evaluating at this roster, just because you, you know, ended up moving on because of what was going on, you did not, it does not justify this roster building price. It's just bad roster building. They don't have anything to build around. I don't think they win a single game this season. I think oh, they wow. are just, I think they don't, I don't think they win a single game. Um, I think, I, I think they are just, abysmal i think they are by far the worst team in the nfl i don't think it's close and i think they deserve to be dead last and over right now with the way their roster is constructed um the team i'm really intrigued with bryce in terms of the draft um i just kind of want to understand how the jaguars free agency impacts their drafting like so, so, what I don't understand, and you—you've obviously you're—you're you're basically working on this division. So you're seeing yeah. a lot. Like, so the Jaguars, the Jaguars at this point, Bryce, every hole that the team had, they've kind of tried to patch it with free agents. But you yeah. weren't good last season, so you have pretty high picks. So, like, what's the logic in? Let's sign Christian Kirk. I'm not even opposed to signing Christian Kirk. I'm not a fan of anyway, but you're paying him an insane amount of money. I just don't understand that. Um, Evan Ingram, don't understand that. He doesn't block. You're, you need to run. I don't understand that. Why didn't they do like, – I know you and I like to talk about the trenches a lot, but why didn't they, why didn't they attack the trenches? Like they went out and got sure, but like, I just feel like they could have done more. It's just such a weird, this team from a draft perspective, I just want to know what in the world they're thinking. I, I, I don't know. I don't know because they overpaid for every single one of their big signings. I feel like Darius Williams is not worth Ten million dollars a year, eighteen million guaranteed. I I I I agree. Christian I like Kirk. Him. Christian Kirk is is gonna make you know eighteen million dollars a year. Oh my gosh! Like that. That's like Devontae Adams money, like almost Tyreek Hill money, and he's not worth that. 
Zay Jones seven million dollars a year for three years, <laughs> or or eight million dollars a year. There's no. there's so many guys like I just, when I think I, about a Zay Jones tier receiver, there's so many guys you could pay for less money. Absolutely. Than that. Like you know, like I'm not saying he's bad, but just Go find pay less money. He's Sanchester Rogers. It just yeah, it's it's just the whole thing is just odd. Talk about a, a team with I, I understand wanting to put weapons around Trevor. I do Lawrence, too. I do too. But like you're telling me so so Jarvis Landry stuck. is seeking right. Jarvis Landry is seeking twenty million dollars a year. Right? You're telling me if you offered him eighteen million, he's not gonna take that. I mean, I'd and rather have Jarvis way, Landry than and, Christian Kirk. Right. And by the way, he's still on the side. So yeah, I I, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's I like this entire division, like honestly, they all have question marks. I mean, Tennessee, same deal. Yes. Yes, they do. Like Yes. Okay, you, you got Robert Woods, he's coming off an ACL. Sure. Is he really the answer? Yeah, are, are, are you are you you're telling me that you want to sign AJ Brown to an extension? Is that yeah. really the truth? Yeah. Uh, not to mention, hey, you lost a lot of linebacker depth and starters. You got Harold Landry back. That's great. But you decide not to, to re-sign Jack Rabbit Jenkins, who was really good for you last season. It's Yeah. Um, you, don't, you don't re-sign Rashawn Evans. You lose Jay on Brown. Losing both those guys, that's bad. That's bad. Right. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, I mean, You're, that's bad. I agree. Is Derrick Henry going to be the same Derrick Henry? No, you can't expect him to be. Oh, by the way, Roger Saffold's gone. It, yeah, no, it's fair. I mean, I think I, I think the Colts, like, the Colts. You know, I like I've told you, I kind of think when you know, and I've talked to you about this division and the teams. Not really on this pod, but just like I just feel like the Colts are missing an opportunity to just to take that division and just lock it. Like, I feel like they're missing it because they haven't had as bad of an offseason as I believe the other three teams had. I wouldn't call it really good. Wouldn't really call it good. I just think they've done what they've had to do. They've got a chance to just lock it up. And it'll be interesting to see if they actually do that. If they make the moves that they need to make. If they go out and maybe sign some other guys with their free agency money or whatever. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but, man, I think that division is also something else. Uh, the AFC East, um, you know, a lot of people want to put stock in the Bills. The Dolphins went out. They got Tyreek Hill. The Jets apparently want to give up their pick that they got for Jamal Adams to get DK Metcalf because they're a mess. Then you have, to me, um, miss me on the Patriots. I mean, I just, I just oh. miss me. I just I miss me on the Patriots. I, I think I think I think the Patriots are the team that I'm kind of most concerned with. Um, I, I'm concerned with because I just kind of don't buy that Mac Jones can just walk into a room with a different offensive coordinator that's not gonna, you know, let's not make I mean, I'm not a McDaniels guy, but he was a very good offensive coordinator. And to put him in with the system that I just I'm not crazy about it. I just don't think he is going to have as good of, I don't even think he's going to have as good of a season as he did last year. Uh, I'm, I'm not really sold on kind of their whole plan. 
Um, I just, I'm a little confused, Bryce, at, I think you, they've got, like, they're still missing a piece at wide receiver. Uh, you overpaid for two tight ends. You didn't use them. Uh, I think their offensive line, yes, they, you know, they've got a decent group. Shaq Mason's a big deal to me. Shaq Mason has been a bread and butter for that franchise for a long time. And you just got rid of him like you picked up a nickel on the street. Um, I just, I just kind of think that they're going away from the fundamental scheme and standpoint of the Patriots that we know. And I just think it's going to bite them. Like, I think if they're going to do this, like they're going to just have to really adjust. Like some of these guys that we typically think of when we think of new England, like I honestly don't think it's good for the Patriots. Let me clarify. Devin McCourty is a really good football player. Let me say this again. Devin McCourty is a really good football player, but the Patriots need to move on from the Brady era. They need to just kind of build with a group of players that has nothing to connect with the Brady era. Nothing. Nothing. Like I should, like when I think of the Patriots, marketing should be for guys like Jonathan Jones, Damian Harris, and Isaiah Wynn. Like I should be like here, like, and I just feel like the Patriots are trying to tie both eras. And I think this is the year it kind of falls apart and they have to ride with Mac Jones. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it'll be, it'll be different. I mean, I like some of this stuff, you know, I, I don't know why you get Devontae Parker. Um, you got to have a guy that wants to throw it down the field first. Um you know, I think resetting Trent Brown is good. Getting Mac Wilson in that trade for Chase Winovich, I think that's pretty solid. I agree with that. Um, Jabril Peppers trying to find that spark again there. I think they'll put him in a good position to succeed. Uh, but, I mean, this – obviously the, the, the biggest story in the entire division, right, is is Miami Dolphins. Um, you know, I mean, this is this is put up or shut up. Uh, you know, you got your coach. You got, you got Tyree Kill. Uh, you gave a, a boatload. A ridiculous load. Yeah, they did. Uh, to get him, um, you signed Teddy Bridgewater as the insurance in case Tua sucks. Well, newsflash: Tua sucks, so Teddy Bridgewater will, will I, be playing. I, yeah, it, that um, seemed good for him. Underrated signing for me: Raheem Mostert. If he stays healthy, I actually like it. I actually really like it. And then, and then they they bolstered that offensive line with yes, Terrence Armstead and yes, Connor Williams. Um, I, yes, I think that's did, yeah. solid. Uh, they make Xavier Howard happy, giving him that big, massive contract. Another underrated signing, Cedric Wilson. I don't know how they're going to use all these receivers. I don't either. Uh, because you got Wilson, Preston Williams, Trent Sherfield, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and then you got Gesicki and Smythe. Um, that's good, though. I mean, it's, it's oh, good. I mean, you know? this, is, this is literally, if Tua, if Tua sucks, his career is done. He'll be a career backup or he'll just be out of the league. This is it. I agree. I think I, I totally agree. This is his year. If he didn't play well this year, um, I agree. You're good as gone. Um, Bryce, you know how much I like this defense and they have been changed to jack crap with it. And I love it because I love their core so much. It's ridiculous. Their defense is just so young, so good. So athletic. I just love their defense. And I, I was the, and I, and remember I, I was, you and I both were like, man, the Miami defense just needs to rally around the quarterback. 
Just give them something, show them something and they're going to be good. And that's what helped them to have that great second half. Um, I like their offensive line. I think I agree with you. A lot of passing, a lot of pass catching options. I really don't know how they're going to go about it, uh, but we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. Um, I like them at second place for the division uh, a lot, actually. No, no, no. I, I think I, I think they're going to get second place. Um, I, I think they've. I think McDaniel will do a good enough job there to keep them afloat for second place. I think what might hold them back um, is, is, is to attack Viola. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Bryce, I have a team that you and I love to talk about because you and I never understand them. You ready for this? Oh, yes. Good. The New York football jets, oh, the yes. New York football jets. Um, you know, you look at this team and they go out, they pay money, decent size chunk to CJ Uzumoa and, and Tyler Conklin. Uh, you went out and you're not even guaranteeing Makai Becton a starting job, which is embarrassing. No joke. That's, a joke. You, Just that's such a joke. And then you, you have a team with like their defensive pieces at this point. I'm like, can I, you know, they went out, DJ Reed's fine. He's better than what they had. Um, Whitehead helps the, sa- the, the safety position. Um, I just, to me, I don't know if they're really trying to win, but are they going to be better? That's my big thing. Are they going to be better? Like, you may not have the expectation of making the playoffs with the Jets. I just don't know what they've done to say, you know what, they've justifiably gotten better. I think getting two tight ends does nothing for this team. Is, is, it does no. nothing. It does nothing. It just, it, it's like, you, you don't, the fact, to me, the, the biggest part of this offseason for them is how in the world you can sit there and say, you know what, we picked Makai Becton with a top 10 pick, and he's arguably, I mean, you can call me crazy. I don't care. He's one of the most talented offensive linemen in the league with his skill set and athleticism and his size. He should be a locked-in cornerstone piece. Absolutely. Slow it down. Lock it down, starter. I demand a trade. I mean, I die okay. with you. It's just, to me, that whole situation is the Jets in a nutshell. Yep. Yep. And I don't know if there's much to talk about because I just think it's that bad. And then, and then obviously the Bills have gone out and, and done Bills things. They're going all in. They're, they're, they went all in and, and good for them, honestly. Good for them. The fans deserve it. Uh, the overpaid for Von Miller, but hey. But I get it. I, I agree. That that's what you do when, when you go all yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, he's going to be really good for them. I don't think he's going to suck. Okay, NF, NFC. I cannot wait to rip this division. Give this next division on the set. Oh, I'm going to rip agenda. every single one of them. Every single one of them. All right, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Just take it over. Every single one of them. The NFC East. Okay. Okay. We'll start, we'll start with the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. You have done absolutely nothing to improve your team. Absolutely nothing. You miss me on Jerry Jones saying, you know, the Cowboys are still America's team. We're going to compete. We need a Super Bowl. No, no. No, this is, yeah, I'm going to take a page out of Zach Griffith's book. This is McCarthy sabotage is what this is. <laughs> you trade Amari Cooper. You let Greg the leg walk. You let Cedric Wilson walk. You let Connor Williams walk. You let Randy Gregory walk. walk. And what do you do? <laughs> you sign Dante Fowler Jr.? 
to replace Randy Gregory. You you signed James Washington, who I actually like. I actually like James Washington. To replace Amari Cooper. You're going all in on C.D. Lamb, even though everyone's been double covering him since he's gotten the lead. You you re-sign Michael Gallup, who's coming off an ACL tear, to a big-time contract. I like it, but it was a bigger contract. It was a big contract. This is, this sucks. It's a, it's a weird, it's a, the way they chose to handle it is just weird. Like, are you going to do what you and I have talked about for a long time? Find ways to put Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard on the field together. Um, I think they're thinner than thin at wide receiver, which was not what we said last year, but I think they're thinner than thin because I just, I don't like putting this much pressure on Gallup after an ACL injury. But I just you don't, don't like trade it. Amari Cooper. I, I agree. Not with you the data. trade Amari Cooper. What are you doing? I don't get it. I just don't get it. Like you want to win and you, you just, you get rid of a consistent player. I just, yeah, I agree. I think I, I, but I knew Jerry was petty though. As soon as, as soon as he just, as soon as the Cooper vaccination stuff went down, I was like, well, you know, he's on the must whatever list. I just the deep the defense to me. I I think my big question there's there's things I'm looking for right. So can they build off of a second year in Dan Quinn's scheme? Like I think they're really. I'm not saying it's a horrible idea to do what they did for Fowler. It's just such a drop off. Like you could potentially get a buy low high reward, but like, he's not Randy Gregory. And like, you're the Cowboys. You've set yourself to a standard where championships matter. You have your whole fan base thinking that Super Bowls are everything. So to, to make that drop off from Gregory to Fowler is questionable, but I actually don't hate the move. It's just, you're the Cowboys. You know, like you, you should be willing to go and pay for somebody like that. And you shouldn't have to sit there and put weird little contract details, which is what happened because Randy was going to sign back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to me, that's just that's just bad. It's bad business. And it probably will affect them in the future. Um, Leighton Van Der Esch is actually having to become more reliable, which, you know, Sean Lee Jr. He's, Sean Lee Jr. Uh, he's worse than that. I mean, he's, he's just not. He's just not that good and they have you know in my opinion a a secondary that i i honestly kind of like i like jordan lewis a lot i like anthony brown and i like Diggs. i just don't know if Diggs can replicate the interceptions um the sad part is bryce here's the sad part you ready for this Mm -hmm. i think dallas still wins the division i don't probably 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 because i'll tell you what Next team, the New York Giants, yep. New York Football Giants. Yep. they've had a crap offseason as well. They have done absolutely nothing, nothing. to improve their team. Nothing. Um, you could say signing Mark Lewinsky is it? That is, I tell you what, that's oh. to replace Will Hernandez. So hold your horses, <laughs> right. please. That's exactly they've, right. They've literally done nothing. Right. They resign or they signed Ricky Seals Jones to, to replace Evan oh. Ingram. Uh, miss me. Miss me on both, but miss me on um, this team. Brian Dable is starting in the hole. And there's honestly, there's not a whole lot to say. I think they finish. They probably finish last in the division. And they want to trade Bradbury. Yeah, which is stupid. I mean, it's just. I mean, if you're going full rebuild, I mean, that's fine, dude. But I mean. Then then admit it. Just admit it. 
Right. Like just, I mean, just go full in on it. Like move off Barkley. Like move off of move off of Bradbury. Um take calls on on Jones. Shepard. Like take you just like just be open. Just be open. Like, I mean, obviously the Galladay signing is miserable beyond belief. So you're gonna have to keep that contract for a while. Yeah, good luck with that. Tony, I just don't know what to think. Their offensive line is better. I just don't know if it's good enough. When you have Matt Gano and Shane Lemieux, I'm sorry, that just kind of leaves me questionable there. You have a lot of people, like the defensive line, I've always liked their swords and learned Williams, but I hate their linebackers. Like Quincy Roche, fine. Take Crowder, whatever. But I've never been a gigantic Blake Martinez guy. And I, you know, like I just, they, they really need something from Roche and Crowder to make this justifiable from a defensive standpoint. And if they're going to trade away James Bradbury, I just don't understand the direction of their franchise. So I agree. The Giants are the bad. I, I agree. Dable's not starting off in a good position. And Daniel Jones is not going to be the quarterback for this team next season. What's your next take on the, this division? Uh, Philly, Philly, uh, not great, but not bad. They got Hassan Reddick. Uh, I think that's that's pretty solid. They re-signed Boston Scott, who's been an intricate part of their offense for quite a few years now. What a um, they signed Zach Pascal. I'm not in love with it. Um, other than that, just just a lot of re-signing their guys. I, I don't know how, how much they improved this offseason based off that. They, I think they could probably be focusing more on the draft. Um, you like that receiver? <laughs> yeah, like what? yeah. You did? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. Okay. Um, I mean, I think they might grab a, a receiver. Um, okay. You know, wait, wait, okay. Which makes sense to me. I mean, sure. Slay is still playing at a pretty high level. Yeah. I think you grab another talented receiver to pair with Devontae Smith. Oh, yeah. And, and see where it takes you. And, and you get another year of Hurts to see what, what that does. You know, so I think I think they could potentially finish second in that division, possibly even challenge for the division. They should challenge for the division. They should challenge for the division. They should probably be first place. I just <laughs> feel like Philadelphia is not going to do what they need to do to get to that point. I feel like their secondary situation is still bad. It's just bad. It just I don't mm-hmm. like their secondary. I think Slay's very good. I just I'm not crazy on Maddox. I think their defensive line, I just don't know how much you can really rely on what they have right now. And I, I agree with you. The, the receiver position is just questionable for me. And can you actually commit to Miles Sanders, please? Just commit to Miles Sanders. And I'm telling you, you're going to be better off. Uh, Sirianni in his second season has a lot to look at. I'll be curious to see where that goes and how that lands up. Uh, we got two more divisions left. We got NFC North and AFC North. Bryce, what are we thinking from the NFC North and, and AFC North here? We'll just combine them both. Um, I think NFC North, um, real quick, I mean, Bears didn't really do anything get better in the offseason. Nothing moves the needle for me. No, Detroit, um, I like the signing of DJ Chark. I still think he's got a lot to offer. Um, so I think that that's pretty solid. Other than that, nothing that that moves the needle for me there. Green Bay, all right, fine. You got Aaron Rodgers back, but at what cost? You don't have Devontae Adams right. anymore. You don't have MVS anymore. You're down to Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb, Robert Tunyon. Uh, you let go of Darius Smith, but you re-signed Preston Smith. 
Um, not in love. I agree. It's just not weird. in love. It, not to in me, love the, at all. I did. I, I, I'm not really any way towards the NFC North uh, this off season. I just don't really think we're seeing a ton of change. Uh, I will say I did, just can't stand what Green Bay did because of no. the Rodgers thing. But I, 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 so that's probably my least favorite, um, including what Chicago did, and that's just saying something. I, I, I'm not. I'm not like super enthusiastic with how I feel like Minnesota had an opportunity here and they just didn't do it. They haven't I like taken Hicks advantage of it. I like the Hicks and Smith signings. I just, I just, I know, but they, they had it. They, as soon as Rogers signed the contract and they traded for Adams, I expected the Vikings to kind of make a push. That's a team I expected to be. What, like, do, you oh, want, what do you want them to do? I, so a couple things. When I look at the Vikings, I see a team that obviously, you know, has the talent level to win some games in the playoffs. But I just don't like the fact that they committed to Cousins. They went right back to the well on him. And I just don't understand the nature of what they're – I mean, if their offensive line, do you think their offensive line is going to get better again? Do, does Darisaw in his second year figure it out a left tackle? I think so. Does – I just – to me, there's just – there's. I want this team – I also don't think they did anything to the, to the secondary, particularly corner, that makes me really worried. They did nothing to improve that position, and they were getting torched in the beginning of this in, – in the passing game. And maybe that changes now that Zimmer's out of the helm. But I just think that you, you, this is a team to me, Bryce, that, you know, we, when I think of the Vikings, I just think of a team that's got a dominant defense top to bottom. And mm. the secondary is such a huge weakness to me outside of Harrison Smith that I just want to see them tweak that in the draft. And they've not done a good job in the draft of drafting secondary. It feels like we've always talked about Minnesota drafting secondary and they don't do a good job of it. Disappointed in, in kind of the way they chose to handle that, but we'll see. I, I don't know. We'll maybe the, maybe the coaching changes will help. Maybe the front office management helps. Uh, AFC North, obviously plenty of movement. Watson went to the Browns. Uh, Ravens go back. They re go. To, they go to the well. They get Pierce back. They get, you know, they're starting to get the Steelers. Uh, you know, the, the Bengals obviously going out getting Collins to protect the Burrow. Collins, Kappa, and Karras. Yes. Yeah, I, I love. I, yeah, I mean, that's the thing about the Bengals. You just need to retool that offensive line, and you follow the same formulas last season. So Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow is going to have more time to throw. Jamar Chase is going to be more open. Higgins, Boyd. I mean that that's gonna be that's gonna be awesome. I heard uh, that's I'm excited good. to see that. Uh, yeah, let I heard me just say good. let me just say I am I this is my this is my last push right here. Okay. I am absolutely disgusted by the Cleveland Browns organization. I'm absolutely disgusted with this Deshaun Watson trade. Not only have you alienated some of your fans, but you have you have even found workarounds to play the system for this year in regards to Deshaun Watson's salary, making his cap hit only a million dollars because he's yeah, probably going to be suspended for the year. Yeah, I agree. I Not agree. only that, but I you agree. give him a fully guaranteed $230 million 
I agree. I don't like that part of it either. It is absolutely disgusting. Stop praising the general manager for what he did. This is a complete and utter embarrassment that the league should have stopped it. Goodell, where you at? Stop investigating stuff. You've had all this time to do it. Yeah. To me, I just, I feel like I agree. I think, I think it's, that's a mess in itself. The whole thing and the way it's being handled. I don't really like it either way. Um, I just find all of it to be really bad. And disgusting. I just, I feel like there's just, I agree. That's the way I, that's how I would look at it too. Um, I just, I'm confused with Pittsburgh. I just don't see how Trubisky is an answer for you. And I really don't see how you don't draft a quarterback. If they draft the quarterback, I don't even know. They like Willis. They like Willis. Man, I don't want him. I don't want him to go there though. I don't want him to go there. I just, I just, because you know it'll be good. Oh, you don't think it works? I think he's a really talented quarterback and I want him to go to, I, I mean, I want him to go to a place I like too. That helps. But like, I just say like, I, I just, I like, well, I just think he's very talented. And I, and I also just I don't back feel down like, bad for Ravens HQ. Oh, I don't think he'd want that. I think he's, I think he, I don't think he wants, I don't think he wants Willis. I think he would kind of want Pickett going there because I think he'd be, I think he would want the hometown story and then Pickett, Pickett got and then Pickett kind of sucky. I just think it's kind of, oh, I think he think would think want, I think sucks? He, I'd rather have Willis. Oh, come on. I like Pickett. I think he's fine. I, I think he's fine. I'm not, I'm not, like, cool I, I'm not going to sit there and critique hand size because, the, because no, that's, you know, that's, 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 I agree. If you that's can play, stupid. you can play. So yeah, I, I don't buy that. Um, stupid. Very good division. Um, I'm looking, I mean, I, I want to see how the Browns draft because like you said, Bryce, there's just a ton of stuff that's going on with the Watts and stuff. So like, if I, you hope don't they, think, I hope they have to try to get Baker Mayfield to play for them. That'd be so funny. And Baker like they just might goes have and tanks. It, what if Baker just goes out there and tanks? He might, but I mean, he's going to. Yeah. That'd be so funny. Is he a good enough quarterback to even stop a team from tanking in the first place? I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, I just, so I don't know. I don't know. But uh, well, we, we, we did it. We did a big one for you guys. Uh, we'll, we'll come back next week to the well. Uh, we got we got plenty of in store for you. We we might we might go into some NBA. We might uh, get a little creative and 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 discuss some other things. So just be on the lookout. Uh, Alex will have this out in no time. Uh, once again, thank you for listening.